Good morning, church. I'm not just wearing the scarf today because I'm getting cold. <clears throat> and next week we'll wear a scarf and a rugby jersey after we sort out the All Blacks. Friends, I bring greetings from our brothers and sisters in Christ in Swaziland. I came back last night at 9.30, spent the day yesterday uh, with the Methodist people in Eswatini, and I was asked, please, to send uh, their love and greetings to all of us here at Northfield this morning. This morning, I want to share a story with you. Uh, There was a shepherd tending his sheep at the edge of a country road, and, and he pulled up in a brand new out-of-the-box SUV. I think it was a Bentley. The driver was this young man dressed in an Armani suit and Prada shoes and Ray-Ban aviator glasses, looking really slick. And he looked over to the shepherd and he said, well, if I guess how many sheep you have, will you give one of them to me? And so the shepherd looked at this young entrepreneur and then looked across at the field of the sheep and he said, yeah, I'm up for it. And so the young man got out of his Bentley SUV, he connected his iPad to the 5G signal, entered the passwords and connected to real-time satellite imagery and on his laptop and his device he figured out all these calculations and then he printed a report in the boot of his car. And he turned to the shepherd and he said, you have exactly 1,586 sheep here. And so the shepherd was amazed and he said, wow, that's really something. You can have any sheep of your choice. And so this young man picked up one of the animals and put it in the back of this Bentley SUV. and, And just before he left, the shepherd said, look, now if I guess your profession, will you pay me back in kind? So the young man confidently said, yeah, sure. And so the shepherd said, you're a consultant. Well, how do you know that, asked the man. So the shepherd said, well, first you came here without me asking you to. Secondly, you don't understand anything about my business. And thirdly, you charged me a fee to tell me something I already knew, and I'd really like to have my dog back. Friends, this morning we continue the series as Kylie shared with us, and our focus is on the shepherds, but leading and teaching. Uh, I just have two short verses that I want to share with you this morning, which are found in John's Gospel, John 10, 11, and verse 14, which will come up on the screen for us. And I share these with you because for me it is just reaffirming Uh, The good shepherd, the role of the good shepherd, this good shepherd that you and I look to for leadership and to be taught by. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and my sheep know me. And so we give thanks to God for these verses today. Amen. Friends, Scripture offers us an image of a God as our shepherd, and that's really what we're unpacking for the next five weeks. Jesus, who is our good shepherd. But as we wrestle with this idea over the next couple of weeks, 
I wonder, and I'm sure you're still wondering, how are we able to relate with this idea, this imagery of a shepherd in our lives in 2023? It's easy to read about this good shepherd, but, but we struggle practically to engage with this concept. I think for me, many of us, Jesus as the good shepherd is still familiar because we are reminded in simple ways like this image that will come up on the screen. I think we've all seen this image somewhere in our lives, be it while we've been traveling or gone into churches on glass-stained windows. This is the image that we, we pick up when we think of a good shepherd. We even see these kind of images on Hallmark Christmas cards that we used to receive when the post office did deliveries uh, about 100 years ago. And so as I thought about this image and why it is still so prominent in our psyche, in a very modern post-agricultural world that we live in, it struck me that the answer is actually quite simple. And I think it is because all of us long for a shepherd. We all know within us that we need someone who will lead us. Someone who's going to protect us. Someone who's going to guard us. We are a lot like sheep. And the bottom line is that sheep have to have shepherds. I think the world then and now is looking for someone to lead us. Because we need to be led. And I guess maybe that's why superhero movies and cowboy movies and all those wonderful things stick with us. Because our world needs heroes in stories. Our world needs leaders. Good and faithful shepherds who have what it takes to care for us and lead us. If we just look at the situation in our country, look at our world today. I'm sure that you would agree with me that our world needs a good shepherd right now. Our country needs leaders to stand up and lead us. I think we are in uncharted territory in a post-pandemic world. We haven't figured out what that means yet. Just look at the state of politics around the world. Corruption. An economy that is on its knees. Violence. Farm murders. What will our world look like in 5, 10, 30 years from now if a leader doesn't stand up to lead? If we think of how the church has changed in the last 20, 30 years, what will church and community life just like this look like when we look at all the impact that's taking place in our world and shaping who we are as people, as community? Friends, we are a lot like sheep. And so whether this image of a shepherd and sheep is old-fashioned or not, I think there's still something in it for us to identify deeply with imagery just like this. So with that in mind, I want this morning just to lift out 
three aspects for us to consider that I believe leadership needs to, to be when, when we seeking to be good shepherds ourselves, but also looking to be led by good shepherds in our world. The first thing for me is that as sheep to be led by a good shepherd, the sheep need to be relational. And I say this because sheep are known as flock animals. Sheep don't fly solo. Unless in that video that Kylie showed last week, which never turns out well for any sheep that goes on their own. Sheep, sheep were never meant to go on their own. Because there is safety in numbers. And if we take the, the lesson from the sheep, sheep know this. They spend a lot of time together and they find a lot of benefit from being together. And so we as humans are flock animals, aren't we? Some of us more animal-like than others. But we like to be together. We like to gather in groups. And there is a drive within us to surround ourselves with like-minded people to be in relationship with one another. If I just look out at Northfield, Northfield is a community that recognizes that there are important reasons for us to be together. I mean, we're all Methodists and we all live in this community, but we also all have differences, different ages. We grew up in different parts of the country in different times in our country. We have different tastes in music. We support different teams, and I just wish you would all support the Sharks. We all have different political views. I can go on and on. So we are not exactly birds of a feather, except that as a flock, we follow a good shepherd, and his name is Jesus. And so we go together as best we can because we are called to be relational. And if you go into Scripture and spend some time, it becomes very obvious that God's plan for us is to be relational. To be relational in a community of faith just like this one. You might remember that first thing that Jesus does when he begins his ministry is he calls people together. He, he picks them out from different walks of life and he puts those disciples together. And then after he is crucified and raised up, they still stick together. And then we read in Acts, it's Acts 2 verse 46, what these early Christians did. Acts says day by day they spent so much time together in the temple. They broke bread at home and they ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. Friends, you and I are designed to be in a relationship we can't live life on our own. And, and that's why Jesus called the church together. Together in unity and in relationship with one another. And that's our primary purpose. So that we as sheep can come together and be kept safe. So that we can join together in seeking guidance from a good shepherd. And so that's the first thought that I share. That the good shepherd encourages us to be people who are relational. 
The second thought that I share is that shepherds are trustworthy. And it turns out that sheep are very good at hearing. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Jesus brought these shepherds together. If we think of the story in our time of Advent where the shepherds were around the places of worship, it was the shepherds that noticed that there was a change when that bright star came up and and the angel appeared to them and they went to go and find uh, the child in the manger. The shepherds themselves gathered together a bunch of shepherds all together with lots of sheep. Usually it's, it's some kind of a watering hole, some kind of a place of nourishment where they can care for themselves. And it's in the noisy and chaotic world that these shepherds seek to hear God speak to them. And so us as good shepherds in our pockets, the world is very noisy. And we need to gather at places of nourishment so that you and I can fill up to care for the sheep in our worlds. All those competing voices. But in the midst of that noise, when the shepherd calls out to the sheep, the sheep are the ones that respond because they know the voice of the shepherd. And isn't that what we're supposed to do? You're supposed to listen attentively to the voice of the shepherd, the good shepherd, that is calling out to us to follow him. My prayer is that you and I don't give the voices in our world too much airtime, that we miss the voice of the shepherd, that only voice that truly matters to our souls. This voice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we follow this voice because it is a trustworthy voice. I think for me that's the difference. There are many so-called leaders in this world, but how many of them speak with a trustworthy voice? So the second thought is that good shepherds have to be trustworthy as they lead. The third aspect that I want to remind and offer us today is that sheep are natural followers, but shepherds are visionaries. The thing about sheep is that they don't like to be pushed. They prefer to be led. And it is the shepherd who leads them. We have all probably heard that sheep are not very smart animals, and again that video last week showed us. But it turns out that the more I read, I realized that there's something in this idea of sheep. I read this week that sheep are smarter than cows. Did you know that? You see, cows are herded. The shepherd of cows walks at the back and he nudges them along to get them moving in the right direction. But, but when you lead sheep, sheep will always keep running behind you. They'll never want you to be walking, herding them from the back. And so cows can be nudged, but sheep want to be led. 
And so friends, sheep trust the vision of the good shepherd. And they will go because the shepherd is trustworthy. They will follow the shepherd where he goes and where he leads. And they let the shepherd go first to make sure that the way is safe. Trusting that the shepherd will invite them to follow along. Friends, this is just simply what Jesus is asking us to do. Jesus is saying, follow me, I have the vision. I know the way to all of eternity. I don't want to come behind you and push you along all the time. When will you trust me as your good shepherd? Because I have the vision. Follow me. Follow me. I know the way that is safe. The thing about the good shepherd, he's never going to force us. But he's always going to call us. He's going to keep calling until we decide to follow him. He says that he'll never leave us and he will never ever stop calling. And he will protect us and he'll even lay down his life for us. And so the good shepherd is a visionary. Friends, this Jesus of ours, this good shepherd, the, the leader that our world needs desperately right now, is a leader that we can relate to. doesn't matter what your story is, where you come from, what your history is. You can always relate to the leadership of Jesus. You can always trust Jesus. And you can be sure to follow the vision of Jesus. And so perhaps the image of being sheep and Jesus as our good shepherd is not so out of date as I might have thought. Perhaps we simply need an out of date image to remind us what we need right now in our lives in this moment. And I promise you, it's not technology. We don't need more of that. We don't need more strategies. We don't need more consultants. We don't need flashing lights and entertainment. Because we're always tempted to follow those things. What we need right now is to follow Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd. The one who will lead each one of us. It is our Jesus that is asking us to go and teach and lead the sheep. And so I ask us this morning, friends, just look at your life for a moment. What does your leadership look like? What does it look like as you lead your home? What does it look like as you lead your family? What does it look like as you lead your company, your colleagues? Does your leadership look like Jesus? Is your leadership relational? Are you a trustworthy leader? Are you a visionary leader?
because you have spent time with the great shepherd, the one who is showing you how to go and lead your life. So often when we think of this relationship between shepherd and sheep, we always see the shepherd as the duomini. All of us are shepherds. We can never be excluded from being shepherds in this world. So how are we shaping up? What's the state of our flocks in our worlds where we have been placed? Friends, in closing, as I call the worship team forward, you and I, you and I can help the good shepherd by being good and faithful sheep. And go and be good and faithful wherever we may be. May we continue to serve and stay together, faithfully listening for the great shepherd's voice and following him. Remember, the Lord is our shepherd. He teaches and he leads us every single day. And so let us be his sheep. Amen. Will you pray with me? And so Jesus, the great shepherd, we give thanks that you are the one that we follow. You're the one who never gives up on us. You are the one who asks us to respond to the call over our lives. You're the one who equips us and transforms us to be relational, to be trustworthy, to be visionaries in this world. Our world is longing and thirsting to be led. And so as you anoint each one of us and you send us out from this place, out into our different aspects and our different communities, will you help us to be people who stand firm in our faith and our trust in the Good Shepherd? To speak against injustice, not to turn eyes when there is corruption taking place or marginalization. Help us to have a voice a voice that is guided and led by the Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So we thank you for this age-old imagery of shepherd and sheep and flocks. Will you help us to embrace it for our own lives, wherever we find ourselves? And so we pray this prayer in the beautiful name of Jesus Christ. Amen.